Playing in the backyard as a kid, Baker was a much-anticipated refrain at the neighbour's back door. When it came at last, I'd run inside shouting, He's coming! I'm Julian Abbott with a year of mindful eating, stories from the food I eat. Like most children in those days, I spent my preschool years at home with my mum. Back then, everyone understood that a woman alone with a brood of kids couldn't be running to the store every day. Sometime between 10am and noon, the baker's familiar crisp voice rang out at our back door. Like George Orwell, down and out in London, we, my parents and my four siblings, seven of us in all, ate a lot of bread and butter when I was a kid. It was a staple. The baker's arrival gave our day structure. After the rest of the tribe left, Mum and me had to get the breakfast dishes done, tidy up and still have time for Mum to put on her lipstick. When our time came, I'd rush outside and there he'd be with his basket. Everything was freshly baked and a halo of delicious aroma swirled around him. He probably knew what we'd buy in advance, but he and Mum went through the ritual of choosing as if each encounter was their first. He'd often try to tempt her with a raisin loaf, a once a week treat, but best were winter days when that enticing basket contained crumpets. To the three-year-old me, the baker was a rock star. A couple of years into school, my class went on an excursion to the bakery. Machines needed enormous bowls of dough. The smell of loaves cooking made my mouth water, and I can still taste the raisin bun we were given to sample. But the high point of that school trip was when the flap door to the mixing room swung open and in walked my baker. I gasped, my mouth gaped and my eyes widened. I know you, you're the baker. I almost swooned. He grinned. He could see he was a celebrity among us kids. He shook his head and blushed shyly the way working class men unaccustomed to attention do. He winked at me and turned tail, getting out of there as fast as he could. By the time I finished elementary school, bakers no longer delivered bread to homes in Kangaroo Flat or throughout the Bendigo region. By then, supermarkets had opened nearby and the idea of fresh bread delivered to the home every day had gone the way of happy, twin-set-wearing, pearl-encrusted housewives. Instead of delicious-smelling baskets of loaves, rolls and specialty bread, my mother got a driver's licence and did a shop every Friday, arriving home with a trunk brimming with food. Butcher shops and greengrocers joined the ranks of bakeries which consolidated or closed. Pre-sliced bread in plastic bags became the standard, and while it was still possible to buy loaves and rolls from small retail bakeries, these once daily treasures were relegated to special occasions. We became divorced from our food and no longer had a personal connection to its maker. At the same time, industrial farming took off so that farmers themselves were less connected to the earth than they were to the massive machines that allowed them to plant an entire field in a matter of an hour and then later harvest the grain without ever touching it. Meanwhile, patented, genetically modified and infertile seeds locked farmers into mass purchases, pesticides, fungicides and fertilisers, poisoning the grains and ourselves. Between GMO grain, preservatives, additives and enrichment, bread is now the scariest food of all. 
I recently had cravings and added it back to my diet. But the bread of today is unrecognisable from the bread of my baker's basket. My eating went haywire and I added pounds. I removed the bread and immediately felt better. What have we done? Thank you for listening. Please follow and like my blog at The Mindful Mouth on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, Jan Abbott. Share it and join me for another serving of A Year of Mindful Eating next week. A Year of Mindful Eating, Stories from the Food I Eat was written and performed by Gillian Abbott. Music written and performed by Lauren Butcher, produced by Joanna Perpich and Gillian Abbott, edited by Bromlin Bishop. Sound engineer is Daniel McKleinfeld. Executive producer is me, Gillian Abbott. Additional music by Musical Man. Advice and guidance from Tom Moore and a special thanks to the CUNY Graduate School of Journalism for teaching me the skills I need to realise my vision. Copyright 4th Genre Productions 2016.